I ran in, ran into a, you know what? English is hard, math is hard, I'm drunk. Welcome in everybody to Craft Beer Republic. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for joining. I am Greg. I am being joined by the Flexitron 3000. What's up, Buffmaster? You know, I was just on the, the corner with the sign saying, Will Flex for beer, and then I realized that it's time to record, so I had to hustle back. Did you make any beers, though? <laughs> uh, some people gave me some beers, and by gave me, I mean, they just threw stuff at me, but... It's kind cool. of a moving cool. car, yeah. yeah. How fun yeah. for you. Well, that's smart. That's a great way to get free beer. I'm going to go yeah. hold that sign and probably get nothing. And then uh, also joining us in studio today, she's built Ford Tough. <laughs> 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 it's everybody's best friend, Deb. Deb, hello. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks it's for coming back. been a while. Back. I know. I'm it really happy to be back. She's uh, happy to hear the song one more time. It's my freaking favorite song ever yeah nothing it's like her that ringtone it wakes her up for her alarm every morning he's <laughs> <laughs> got one it's of those censored signs of sam elliott that every time she walks by it the eyes blink and then the song plays <laughs> I can love built it. ford tough uh it's the song she plays as her and the intern are starting to have relations i mean it's just <laughs> It's Fact the only thing. That. It's the only thing that works for him. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who needs Viagra when you got this song? Oh, it's so good. Well, anyways, if uh, people aren't extremely turned off by that, thank you for hanging out with us today. If you guys are on the socials, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers. And uh, if you're shopping on the old Tavor promo code unfiltered to get you ten bucks off your first purchase over there. Oh. Uh, like I always say, got a lot to get to today. Have a uh, ludicrous libation law sent to us by our friend Coley. Got quite the recap of a beer of a beer festival that I can't wait to share. We got a voicemail from the homie Chew, and so much more. Uh, so let's crack right into it. Deb and I are drinking a big boozy ass twelve percenter over here. Let's see if we can fuck up some English. <laughs> The best part about us dancing is intern Brian is actually with us in studio just w- without mic and headphones. So all he does is he just sees us dancing like fucking idiots. Oh, it's like a brilliant. silent disco over here. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Uh, so Deb and I are drinking. Thanks to, to Deb and Brian for bringing this over. Speedway Stout Double Fudge Edition from Ale Smith Brewing Company. Have not had the Double Fudge Edition. Sounds sexual. This, like I said, is 12%, has 70 IBUs, has a 394 and untapped. And from the brewery, they say our, our wow, here we go. Already. Our iconic, yeah, <laughs> only had two sips. Our iconic signature Imperial Stout is taken to the next level with this indulgent version with a decadent combination of Domin- Dominican cacao nibs, cocoa powder, Madagascar vanilla beans, and artfully roasted coffee from our friends at Ryan Brothers. This beer is the ultimate double fudge treat which sounds a little sexual well anytime you put fudge into something it's gonna sound a little bit sexual funny how that works yeah it's fudge it's funny they should have used the word packed into that description as much as possible (laughs) (laughs) this stout is packed with fudge uh what say you deb 
I'll let you start it off since you brought this bad boy. I actually get vanilla like right out the gate from it. And then I get the coffee mm-hmm. and then the chocolatey on the back end. Um, fuck, this is real good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would say the, the fudge is almost like the last thing to hit the tongue. I think so too. Which is interesting. Uh, it also finishes off with a little bit of that warmth mm-hmm. from the booze. Yeah, where it's heating you up. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, you're, if you're drinking a 12 percenter, though, <laughs> that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Right. If, you, if you're not warming up from the 12 percenter, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seek a, medical attention right. immediately. Or you have one hell of a liver. Yeah. If you ask me. <laughs> Uh yeah, this is uh this is a, a treat. It's really good. This is this is dessert in a glass. Sounds like that three nine four is bullshit. Like it needs to get higher. Yeah, as Nick from uh, fourteen cans would say, untapped is bullshit. It is complete bullshit. Yeah. Honestly, you know what that that reminds me. Let's let's look up and see how Morning Watch is doing. <laughs> Talked oh. about this a couple weeks ago. Morning Watch was not living up to the standards that I thought it should. What are we at? We're at a 387, which I think is exactly the same. Uh, but here's That's a super ooh. respectable for a Kolsch, let me tell you. It is. I, I agree because people are weird and don't like light beers for some reason. It's not a haze, bro. Here's a new one, four and a half. I love surprises like this one. How the rich coffee flavor mingles with the crisp Kolsch style. It's very well put together. I agree, Erica H. Thanks for the review. <laughs> what a swear, sweetheart. Swear I didn't pay for that one. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is uh this is delightful and untapped can suck it. So there you have it. Uh all right, like I alluded to, quite the weekend last weekend. Sorry you guys weren't there. Uh 14 Cannons had their Brews and Cruise first ever beer festival at 14 Cannons. It was a delight. We got very hydrated, hung out with Francesca, the Sicilian beer kitten. Uh Wiley from the Booze League made his way over at some point. It was uh, myself and Coley and the wife, and uh, we ran into everyone's favorite homie, Chew Your Beer. No way! Yeah, yes. it was wild. Greg sent I, me pictures. He sent me texts that were quotes from Chew. It was <laughs> I, I right. was super jealous. Damn it! We were I, gonna go, but I think I told you we we like quadruple booked that day. Yeah. And there was no way to make it happen. And now I'm really kicking myself in the ass. It was so good. That would have been so cool to meet you. We, yeah, he, we te- he texted in. me that they were together. And I, I texted him back saying, Holmes. And he <laughs> said, Chu said there's no L because L's are for losers. <laughs> and that it is Holmes. <laughs> I love it. He was full of great quotes. As, I was, I I was mean, super embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally, I was embarrassed. Like yeah, the fir- I, first time I get to mention anything to this guy directly from Greg and I <laughs> fucked it up. Sorry, Chu. Way to go, man. Way to go. Yeah, Chu was, I walked in the gates and as we're walking in, it was like me and, and the wife and Coley. I was like, is that Chu your beer? He didn't say he was going to be there. And we're like, oh shit, that's Chu. That is true. So I walked in, I was like, Chu? And his wife looks at me like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and who's Chu? <laughs> And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, no, you're chew your beer. He's like, yeah, okay, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we kind of like introduced and then went on our ways and, and got beers. And then we kind of met back up after, I don't know, half hour or so. We just hung out the rest of the time. We got uh, pretty fucking hydrated. At one point, I think it was me and Coley went over and like got a beer from one place. And I'm walking back and I'm looking for the group. I don't see him. But he walks up out of nowhere, just hands me a hot dog. <laughs> He's like, I think you need one of these. I was like, I, I, okay, thanks. Aww. <laughs> it was so funny. He really is the homie. Yeah, he is Dude, the homie. Dude, he's, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, it was great. Chew and your then, beer uh, says chew this hot dog. 
<laughs> and I did. Uh, he had a couple of friends there also. I can't remember his name. I apologize. And his girlfriend, Viviana. And uh, Chu and the wife had to leave. But uh, the other two went with uh, Coley and, and Shannon and Wiley and I over to Naughty Pine. Because, you know, we hadn't had enough to drink. <laughs> Nothing says great idea. Like, let's go to a brewery after a beer festival. Right. I felt, I felt bad for Brit over there. We were not like shittered shittered but you know we were hydrated and uh the friend's girlfriend was was real high like she was shittered and it was it was funny i mean she was she was a fun hammered person she wasn't like crying or anything like that but uh you know we were all pretty pretty drunk so uh sorry brit i think um shannon threw a taco on the floor at one point because like nicole bumped into her like a whole taco (laughs) like a whole taco did she pick it up to eat it like five second rule duh okay even with all the sand (laughs) All the little assholes that yeah. come from the beach, with Drop the sand, sand in their yeah. shoes. Those fuckers. <laughs> but it was awesome. We had we had a great time. And uh, in fact, Chu left a voicemail from the event while we were still there drinking. Uh, so here is here's Chu's mid fest voicemail. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, homies. Chu, you be here? I'm celebrating. I'm at 14 Cannons, cruising cruise. I ran, in, ran into a, you know what, English is hard, math is hard, I'm drunk, but I ran into a couple people that you want to hear. Great. Chew your beer here. I can't believe I met him in person. I am totally fangirling out. <laughs> I, I check it out. Holy motherfuckers. What up, everybody? Finally got to meet Chew your beer. I have just declared Coley as an official CBR Rainy, CBR Craft Beer Republic podcast member. That's it. It's hands down. And here's Shannon. Hi, friends. How's it going? Wait, my wife's got something to say. <laughs> Love you. Look, true you be here. Flex, wish you were here. But I know you're out there flexing for all of us. So that's all I got to say, man. One day you'll make it out here. Maybe I get to meet you. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. This is Tree Beer. Salud, motherfuckers. I can watch you. Peace out, eh? I love that. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Like, well, those are the two options. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the whole thing about uh, him declaring Coley as official member of CBR, he spent basically the entire uh, festival trying to talk her out of being on the booze league and coming oh, over to CBR full time. That yeah. is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Wait, was this before or after Wiley got there? <laughs> Oh, Chu doesn't give a fuck. It was all day long. God bless him. Who's going to fuck with that guy? Nobody. That is so. outstanding. Yeah. Great times. Great times indeed. Good job. What a, to, what uh, a great guy. One day we will meet. One day yeah. I'm going to make it out to Kelly. One day. Also, I want to say, did Chu's wife say, I love you? Yeah. That was so fucking cute. <laughs> <laughs> she apparently is new to the beer scene, so a bit of a lightweight. And, yeah. Uh, had, a, had a few beverages and, and was quite hydrated as well. She was a lot of fun. We're trying to convince them to have us over for pozole. She was saying his mom, I think it was his mom that makes like bomb ass pozole. And I was like, I love bomb ass pozole. Let's. (laughs) Yeah. Not just do I like pozole, but bomb ass pozole. Right. Let's be specific here. (laughs) Not just any pozole. So uh, great time. Great job to 14 Cannons for putting that on. Uh, Francesca and Emily and everybody over there did a, a fantastic job at their first uh festival so so good job everybody we had a blast uh what else oh if you remember last week two weeks ago uh fontana jim called in two weeks or last week that's what it was yeah fontana jim called in 
And among other things was talking about, do you tip when you just buy beer to go when you're not drinking on site? And uh, this, this has sparked the gram. Um, Vanessa, everyone's favorite beer person from Florida, or just favorite person from Florida in general. Yeah, she's Vanessa. great. Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, hi, Vanessa. Uh, she hit me up and said, uh, the light in the darkness of Florida. Laughy face, laughy face. She says, and Jim with the hi, Vanessa at the end, I died laughing. I definitely agree on the no tip on the to-go stuff. If I order beer online for pickup, I definitely don't tip. If I'm doing it at the brewery, I may throw in a couple bucks. Kind of feel bad not doing it. But having worked in a brewery, tips are definitely appreciated. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at. If if I'm just strictly picking up to-go, I don't, I don't tip. I mean... See, and I I'm, thought her, I thought her opinion would be completely the opposite because she had worked. She worked, in yeah, yeah. Right. You know? uh, I'm notoriously an aggressive t- over tipper. <laughs> Here's like, your twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, like last night, okay, we we went to a concert last night, and afterwards we took my it was my kid's first concert, and we mm. took him to the merch booth, and we bought stuff, and then I left a tip, and when we got home, at Brian, the merch booth, you yeah, left a tip? you and wait, when you we got home, at the merch booth, <laughs> yeah, and when we got home, Brian says, "Did you leave a twenty five dollar tip for three t shirts?" <laughs> And the the look on Brian's face right now says <laughs> everything we don't need to know. Don't give me your card. I'm an aggressive over tipper. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. That, Deb, that's a problem. Yeah. One time like, I tipped, I left a 40% percent tip for a manicure. <laughs> and I left and I was like, why was that like a hundred bucks? And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I do that kind of shit. I'm not good at math. That's, I think, a big part of it too. Yeah. Well, you know, you just, you, you move the decimal one spot to the left and that's automatically 10 percent. i don't know what a decimal is <laughs> oh my gosh deb yeah baby <laughs> steps god, here god dang 12 percenter yeah <laughs> my yeah, rule I... of thumb going out to like a bar or brewery is uh you know like a dollar drink dollar beer right dollar is, beer is it... yeah dollar beer for sure i'll give a little more for a, a nicely well-crafted cocktail okay okay I'll more than a dollar a drink that, that, that's my rule of thumb for that um if i go to to go stuff if I get food, I don't tip, but if I pick up beer, I get that. I feel really bad for not tipping. <laughs> Most Mostly because the places I go, I frequent often. Sure. And I thoroughly enjoy, you know, whoever's bartending or beer tending or, you know, who's selling me the product. And it's, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm technically tipping them directly, but it makes me feel better to think that I am. Sure. You know what Why I mean? Not? Yeah, yeah. So... I'm sure they split it amongst themselves. Yeah, and that's what I think, too. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then there's Deb over here, like, thanks for the cheeseburger. Here's $20, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Deb could have bought another shirt for a $25 tip. <laughs> right. Yeah, probably, I probably could have, to be honest. We could have. I didn't think about that. Whatever. Hey, br- intern uh, Brian, I feel for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that poor guy. He works to support her tipping habits. <laughs> <laughs> He could stop working today if she stopped tipping so aggressively. <laughs> but, uh, so much for early retirement. Right, yeah. He's, he's got to grind just because of those tips. So thanks, Vanessa. If anybody, you, you know, you guys, if you want to write in, if you, if you feel strongly about tipping or other subjects we talk about, be or, like Vanessa. <laughs> or want to teach Deb math. Or want to teach Deb math. <laughs> if you've got the patience of a saint and you want to teach Deb math, <laughs> hit us up, DMs, mail at crappyrepublic.com, whatever you want to do. We're, we're here for 805-538-BEER. Leave a voicemail or, you know. We're here. We'll we'll take it. Yeah. And bonus uh, points for if it's funny. Yeah, right. Well, if it's not, we'll just tell you to fuck off. Just kidding. <laughs> People are like, now I'm afraid to call in. Mean. <laughs> Deb's an aggressive tipper and Greg's just aggressive. <laughs> Jesus. That leaves me just the tip, right? <laughs> <laughs> Most important part. 
Touch it gently. <laughs> uh, ludicrous libation law. This is sent to us by Coley. Thanks, Coley. This is out of Minnesota. This is a sort of an opposite of a ludicrous libation law. Minnesota just passed some new laws. Apparently, they raised the cap on growler sales. So now breweries that make up to 150,000 barrels a year can uh, do growlers. And then also in that law permitted craft distilleries to sell 750 milliliter bottles of their distilled spirits on site and allows for special permits that will let establishments serve alcohol for extended hours during World Cup soccer. Hell yes. <laughs> well, that's super cool. <laughs> Why only soccer? Not, I don't know. But even if you're not a fan of soccer, like World Cup's the shit. World Cup is the shit, and my husband I'm... is probably rock hard right now thinking about this because he fucking <laughs> loves the World Cup. Like, is that why he won't stand up? <laughs> I I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a soccer fan, but when it no. comes to the World Cup, it's it's awesome. Just it's just watching the games and like the crowd is just lit for ninety fucking minutes. It's insane. Here's They're the, the thing. craziest I, fans in the entire world. I hate soccer, and when it comes to the World Cup, if I have to hear a fucking vuvuzela ever again in my life i'm gonna rip it out of their mouth and shove it straight up their ass shut the fuck what up was that what, with was that with south africa beehive. i don't know yeah. was that the south africa world cup i yeah, think I it was yeah i don't care where it was oh my god i already hate <laughs> soccer enough i don't need to hear your fucking beehive for 90 minutes the intern is interning and he says he knows oh. why specifically that i see so his suspicion is that because the uh, world cup is in dubai halfway across the world uh, the time difference, people are going to be up in the middle of the night watching the World Cup. And if you're watching the World Cup, you've got to be drunk or insane. So uh, there you're you crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. So uh, thanks, Coley, for sending that one in. Uh, congratulations, Minnesotians. For, I mean, you know, it, get it's, a, it's a positive step, right? It's in the right direction. My thing is like, who gives, a, who gives a fuck about growlers? Didn't we decide a couple years ago that's the worst thing to put a beer in? Yeah. And by a couple years ago, you mean like 12 years ago? Yeah. Forever ago. Like once they invented the crowler, didn't we go like, why were we ever doing this? I mean, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's silly. Nothing. I, I guess the only thing worse than putting your beer in a growler is like a red solo cup at that point. But uh, anywho. All right. I think it's time we answer the most important question of the evening. Shit. In a world where craft beer is king, a world where muscles are bigger than growlers, only one tongue can guide us. One man, one tongue, one tongue jobber. In this world, we <laughs> must find out what is Flex drinking. You got a snort out of her. Shit. <laughs> Deb's the best. I love her laugh. <laughs> Well, to answer... I don't know about the, Brian, but now I'm rock hard, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. I love it. I have that effect. Um, Tell me. So, I'm drinking Phase 3, which is classic Flex. Um, I haven't done Cla it on the show... Vintage Flex. I haven't done it on the show in quite some time. I don't think since Christmas, actually. But uh, what really stands out for this beer for me... I'll get into it after the, the whole uh, introduction of the beer, but... All right, I'm just getting really excited. So, Phase 3... <laughs> Out for delivery is a double IPA, uh, 7.8% ABV. I don't have the untapped stats up right now, but which we kind of decided untapped is a piece of you know, shit. Yeah. So, um, but what the fun thing about this beer is, is it is a double hazy, but the hop bill is Simcoe and Centennial, 
which if you drink IPAs, you drink beer, you're like, wow, those are two hops that often wind up in West Coast beers, which is really what, Mm -hmm. which really drew me to this beer. So then they actually came out and, and said that right, right on their post. They said, um, this double IPA is loaded up with two hops, usually paired together in West Coast style IPAs, Centennial and Simcoe, zesty lemon, tangerine, and subtle notes of pine, a nod to West Coast flavors in an East Coast pillowy profile, and holy smokes, that's what it is, man. It, uh, you know, you, you drink West Coast IPAs and a lot of times you get the citrus notes and pine, just super right. heavy citrus pine and, um, the citrus isn't really distinct, usually maybe like some grapefruit, some like orange pith, and then you mm-hmm. get that punch of pine. This is super strong citrus, that lemon zest, a little bit of orange, and then you get real delicate, smooth pine at the finish, and it is just wonderful. It is a wonderful, wonderful beer. Talk about getting hard. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm beautiful. Su- yeah. I'm super, like pa- super passionate yeah. about this. And these guys know it. Fa- the, they're the best. Phase three. Can we see guys. the can? Oh, yes. So it's, uh, it's like a shipping label. That's, that's what I thought it was when you held it up. That's cute. Yeah. Out for it, delivery. Uh, I like that. Yeah. And it is, uh, coming from Yakima, Yaki- Yakima Valley. Is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yakima. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it says on there. So, uh, Yakima super, Chief super Hops. cool. Destination Lake Zurich, Illinois, because that's where Phase Three is located. Um, yeah, I fucking love these guys. How far are they from where you are? Uh, seventy miles, so okay. like an hour and fifteen minutes ish. Is that's such a not California thing? I was thing. thinking that I right know. when you said, People it. said miles. <laughs> like seventy miles for us would be like a day and a half. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, that's we got to book a hotel room halfway <laughs> there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't talk in miles in, in Southern California. We talk in time. Like, yeah. oh, how far away? You know, we're like, oh, it's about forty five minutes. We're good. And then there, anywhere else that's not Southern California is like, oh, it's about seventy miles away. Like, is that good or bad? <laughs> well, <laughs> we we usually do the time up here, but I've uh, definitely like mapped it before, and it usually comes up like seventy miles. It's just across the border from us, like a mm-hmm. little bit uh, further, like towards the center of Illinois, a little bit. But yeah, they. I'm trying to plan a trip for my birthday just to drive down there, maybe spend a day at phase three, trying to see if anything else is around the area, but I'll probably just spend most of my time at phase three. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Right. Yeah. Book a hotel room. Just get chittered. Yeah. Just enjoy my 34th birthday. Right. Exactly. You old fuck. Ah, And getting older. Little guy. Little little flexy over here. (laughs) You guys are sweet. (laughs) (laughs) little baby face um all right what else sycamore okay so goddamn news so uh last time we recorded we had nick from 14 cans on the show we talked about how sycamore and stone were getting into it is getting heated and stone had claimed that sycamore had stolen the keep it juicy trademark from an even smaller brewery and then literally the next fucking day this happened. yeah it was like it was like nine hours later (laughs) yeah yeah if that nine hours later Sycamore and Stone Brewing completely dropped their keep it juicy trademark infringement dispute. They agree that both sides will pay their own attorney fees. They basically are like, never mind, just kidding, erase, undo, control Z. And then just hope people forget about it. Uh, yeah, hope people forget about it. And <laughs> What the fuck happened that made... I, I have to assume that Stone must have had a point when they said that Sycamore originally stole it from the other brewery. 
at that point, Sycamore must have said, fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to yeah, be in trouble. We don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't have that kind of legal fund. So. How quickly the tables have turned. Yeah. So interesting. But Sycamore's also yeah. like, sweet, we got our name out there. Yeah, has anybody <laughs> heard of Sycamore before this? I don't actually yeah. know where where are they at. Was it New Jersey? Dude, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Somewhere on the East Coast. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, no one had ever heard of them. And apparently they're known for like stunt promoting, like this sort of thing. Um, so it was not a surprise to to locals that they did this sort of bullshit. And okay. if, if you looked at the logos, like they don't look the same. And Stone didn't name the beer Keep It Juicy. That was just the tagline for the beer, where mm-hmm. they have a beer called Keep It Juicy. So, I mean, it was already loose at best, but whatever. Hmm. Once again, couldn't happen to a nicer company. Maui Brewing confirms their bid to acquire Modern Times Beer. Gross. <laughs> so it looks like they're going to... <laughs> well, So first of all, they put in their bid, and it still legally has to go to auction. So it's really just like the starting bid. This is where everything's going to start. Modern Times CEO said she expects it to go much higher, but I mean, of course, she's going to say that that's her job to say that. Um, if Maui gets it, their goal is to use their production facility to to make some stuff stateside to save money. They're already using a contract brewer at Denver, um, so that'll help their production here stateside. But they also want to keep the brand Modern Times. And the nice thing is, they said they're going to keep like all their employees and beer tenders and all that stuff. Um, at least Didn't the they close being. like a shit ton of locations though? Yeah, I mean they closed most of their tap rooms, yeah. especially the one. I think they kept their San Diego locations. Their Anaheim location. They closed Portland or something. They closed Portland. They closed Santa Barbara. I think they even closed downtown LA. I'm getting the nod from intern. Um, yeah, I think they're just down to Anaheim and San Diego at this point. And they might have even closed one of the San Diego ones. There was one in Encinitas that we went to once. It's no longer. And all their food was fucking vegan. <laughs> well, I'll never, I'll never forget. Story, I'll right? never forget yeah. the Scott story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cowboy burger is pretty good. <laughs> what? Yeah, it? yeah, you liked it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Hey, you know it was vegan. Huh? What? That was, that was the worst burger I've ever had. Yeah, that was fucking garbage. <laughs> Piece of shit. Oh, that was the best. That was so so. I good. love it. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, uh, interesting. We'll see what happens. Especially that they still have to legally go to auction. Um. I mean, really, I. I how much could they be worth as a whole? I feel like they're probably worth more as a production facility. Well, that's what I'm thinking. You get all of the, you get all of the the hardware and yeah, all of that. Well, and you get the recipes too, right? So you could theoretically, yeah. they're better recipes. Just rebrand yeah, them. You could have Maui Brewing Fruitlands, right? I mean, yeah. honestly. Well, that's Love why I'm confused why they want to keep the Modern Times name too, especially after all the the flack that they've gone through. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't I guess. I, I don't care about. I mean. They get new ownership. That's great. But if I still see another Modern Times can in my like in a store, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if I know they're under new ownership and the people who perpetrated all the horribleness aren't there anymore, then I guess you know why not? They're still yeah. craft if they're owned by Maui, so val- that's nice point. too. Yeah, um, you know, people can earn forgiveness, but or companies, I should say, as long as they do the right things about what happened. Yeah, like, Modern true. Times did the absolute wrong things over and over again. Um, but, uh, you know, if those people aren't around anymore, I don't see why not. Plus I love Fruitlands. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had a few of their beers and neither oh. the, the Goza was all right, but, uh, nothing else super impressed me. Oh man. Summertime Fruitlands in the pool. Yeah. That's where it's at right there. 
Um, what else? Uh, speaking of Minnesota news, they've also signed another law in that will allow four and six packs to go. Apparently, you couldn't do four and six packs before. No, it, along it, with the growlers, th- this is super big news for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, They're gonna be drunk as fuck. Well, yeah, but it's great because oh, it's like the strange thing of, is about Minnesota breweries is they're able to distribute the four packs and whatnot, mm-hmm. but they couldn't sell them directly from their breweries. They yeah. can only sell like crawlers and whatnot. So I think this is outstanding for anybody in the Minnesota craft scene. I mean, it's such bullshit. All the distro laws are left over from Budweiser coming out of prohibition and setting all these laws and mm-hmm. the whole three tiered system. It was, it was meant to keep the smaller people out of it because they couldn't afford to do distro. And so the, the more they break those walls down at Chris Jericho, uh, the better I say. Had to get a wrestling reference in there at some point. I love it. Deb's on. You have to. (laughs) Brother. Uh, We'll see if this one fits the uh, flex algorithm here. Urban Artifact uh, crafts the world's most expensive fermented beverage. Cincinnati's Urban Artifact says it didn't set out to create the world's most expensive and fruitiest fermented beverage. But here we are. Meet the decadent astronaut food, blackberry and blueberry. We love to explore and pursue our creativity in innovative ways and reward the curious drinker, says Brett Coleman, one of the brewery's co-owners. We've brewed beers with yellow mambin, I don't know what the hell that is, an exotic fruit that only grows in the Amazon, with durian, the world's stinkiest fruit, sounds appealing, and the previously illegal purple-hulled mangosteen. These fruits command a high price, but none cost more than the fruit that has been freeze-dried. Astronaut fruit excuse me, astronaut food is a fruit tart made with over 1,000 pounds of freeze-dried blackberries and blueberries. It's a lot of pounds. It, it's a lot of pounds. <laughs> takes roughly 11 of those pounds of fresh fruit to produce one pound of freeze-dried fruit, which creates the high price tag. The resulting fruit, uh, the resulting fruit-dense fruit tart clocks in at an out-of-this-world cost of over $1,100 per barrel. Holy balls. And to compare that, it's usually $70, $75 per barrel to create a beer. Wine, usually around $100 per barrel. And even most spirits are around $500 per beer, barrel after distillation. One thing we've always believed, Scotty Hunter, the brewery CFO adds, is great drinks don't need to be greatly expensive for you to enjoy. We could have easily charged $100 per, per, per wow, 12%. Per four you are pack, getting wrecked. <laughs> right, we could easily charge a hundred dollars per four pack or more. But at the end of the day, we want more people to enjoy our fruit tarts at only ninety nine dollars. <laughs> at ninety nine ninety nine. At only thirty dollars for a four pack of eight ounce cans. It's a hell of a deal. Our fruit tarts are designed to reward the curious and to cost no more than they need to. Thirty dollars for a four pack, and they're not even twelve ounce each. No way, Jose. <laughs> I can't say anything because we did that Sam Adams utopia. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. I, can't, I, I bow out of this conversation. I still would like to try that one of these days. Like if somebody had one, I'd, I'd you know I'd throw ten bucks in the pot and and have a couple sips just to say I've tried it. But uh, yeah, that was it like one hundred and forty a bottle or something. No, like it was that. like two. Yeah, it was over two hundred this year. Wasn't yeah. it? Oh, it's, oh, it's over two now. Yeah, because each Fucking couple had, each couple had to put in six sixty bucks. And there was, I think, four couples that went in on that. Okay. 180, 200. Yeah. Jeez. I'd try it. I but would yeah. try it, but I wouldn't want to put money towards it. Right. 
Would you like this hummingbird's beak <laughs> taster of Utopias? Sure, sure. Would. <laughs> uh, and we'll end it on this one. Ohio deputy encounters a drunk Amish guy slumped over in his moving buggy. An Amish man in Ohio was the subject of a low-speed chase on May 14th when he was asleep while operating a horse and buggy. <laughs> Ashtabula <laughs> Sheriff's Deputy Mike Talbert attempted to stop the buggy at around 2.43 a.m. in Orwell, Ohio, but was unsuccessful and told other officers that the driver of the horse and buggy looked like he was asleep. He just turned eastbound on Bogue, and I yelled at the guy when he, was, when he rode by, Talbert said. There's a Bud Light can sitting in the damn buggy, and I hit the side of the buggy and hollered at the guy. He passed clean out. He slumped over. Police initially responded to 911 calls from people who claimed the buggy was, quote, all over the road. After pursuing the horse and buggy in a low-speed chase, the deputy eventually blocked the buggy with his car, but the buggy hit the cruiser. No! The, <laughs> the person operating the horse and buggy was identified as Nathan Miller, who took a breathalyzer test and registered... You guys ready for this one? Point three six, point zero six three. Wow! Under the legal limit. <laughs> wow! Miller was arrested and charged with operating a vehicle while under the influence. Under the influence of what? Point two bud, zero. It just bud takes lights. One Bud Light. <laughs> Apparently, that's living it up if you're Amish. I guess so. That must be a Rumspringa or something. Is that still a? <laughs> A DWI or is that a BWI? It would be like an OWI. What's OWI? Operating while in tech. Oh, see out here they're they're DWIs and DUIs. We don't have the O's. Yeah, we have all of those and OWIs. That's a Midwestern thing. Yeah, if you're like operating machine. Yeah, you know. Well, oh, is that for like a forklift or something? Drink. Well, yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're operating any kind of like machinery or something that isn't an actual like automobile, right. Interesting. So, well, enjoy your Bud Light, Nathan Miller. <laughs> fucking yeah, lightweight. I hope, it, I hope it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it should have had the champagne of beers. <laughs> Would have been a little classier. Uh, all right. That, that is everything. I am going to hit some music over here. I'm going to tell the fine folks. Wait, 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 wait. What? I have so, I, There's one thing. Oh. Dicks. <laughs> we made it almost the whole episode. <laughs> Had to can't get those be dicks an episode. In. Can't be an episode with Deb if she doesn't bring up dicks. There's always got to be dicks when Deb's around. <laughs> she demands it. She demands all the dicks. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> you can find her on the gram at one dick. Oh no, uh, one hop mess. H <laughs> o p one hop mess. Find Flex at Flex Me Beer underscores in between. We're at Craft Beer Republic, craftbeerrepublic.com. And don't forget, 805-538-BEER-2337. I do believe that is everything. Thanks to intern Brian for the fact-checking in the background over Thanks, here. Thanks, Brian. Hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.